Hey, everybody. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuned to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. All right, all right, all right. We want to welcome you to another day, another podcast, an- another year. So, so right, we have mm-hmm. to officially say mm-hmm. Happy New Year, and, and we're just so glad that you can join us. We're so glad that you can tap into this resource. And, and if, actually, uh, I believe yeah. that many of you, you're, you're starting a new year. You have your new year goals, your new year resolutions. And so possibly yeah. part of that is like, hey, I want to strengthen my marriage. I want to strengthen my relationship. And so you tapping into this particular podcast, um, and and we're so grateful that you can have us. And, and so welcome, welcome. And to kick off the new year, we want to talk about goals. We want to talk about marriage goals and things that you can do to strengthen your marriage, things that you can do to fine tune it. And, and I don't know about you, Keontae, but I, I, I feel like within relationships, um, as you go an entire year, there's things, there's habits, there's things that we do that help nurture that, mm-hmm. you know, just through the bumps of life, through just different things where all of a sudden you're not doing some of the same things maybe you did early on. And, and so you just need a realignment. You know what I mean? You just have to get oh, a yeah. fresh set of goals, a fresh focus. What, what, what's your thoughts on that, man? Yeah, I mean, I like the key words you use there, realignment, because, you know, oftentimes, we, we, you know, we, we assert that we're with cars, you know what I mean? And we could just be driving, you know, we get a brand new car and we drive it and it rides good, you know what I mean? But over the years, you go ahead and you need to get those tires changed, you need to get that realignment because that car can just, you know, seemingly drift to the right or drift to the left a little yep. bit. And, you know, that, that realignment is needed for you to keep your car going straight on its path the way it needs to go. So I think that's the key word. Um, and yeah, just like you said, man. And over, over, for me, over the years, you know, me and my wife have been married going up on 13 years now. And, you know, after having all those years, you know, just like you said, some, you know, things aren't, they, they weren't how they were when you first got with each other. You know what I mean? Because, we, you know. There's actually a saying in sports, right? If you're, if you're mm-hmm. not getting better, you're getting worse. Oh, yeah. You're getting worse. Exactly. And, and, and we have to have so. that same approach when it comes to relationships. We have to have that same approach in, in marriage where you should be seeking to always get better. You should be seeking, how can I be a better husband this year? How can I Mm -hmm. be a better wife this year? How can I be a better father? And so we should always be looking to grow and looking to improve. And and that's kind of the goal of this particular uh, episode where we want to talk about just different marriage goals. And and, and we talked about it earlier is we're going to be a little bit more specific. So we're not going to go through a bunch of goals but we will deal with some goals and we're going to kind of get detailed with those goals. So that way there's specific things that you can do to implement these and have success in doing them. Right. Uh, before we jump into it. All right. One of the things I do want to do is I want to encourage you right now. I have uh, my book chasing happily ever after okay. yes, for yes. the next 10 days It's going to be 50% off. And so as you're kicking off the new year, right, right. And you're trying, it's only $5 right now. It's 50% off. And so please go to Amazon and you you just type in Chasing Happily Ever After. It's a great time to grab that book. Also, I'm going to be doing a lot of new updates. And so there's going to be a marriage tune-up webinar that's going to be free. This is going to be on January 20th. You can go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org, and you can check more information about that tune-up as well as 
make sure you sign up for our emails. If you're just trying to get encouragements, I'm really going to be more intentional this year just to pour into and just give weekly encouragements and different things that will bless you with inside of your relationships, whether dating or married. So there's a lot of new things, a lot of great things going on this year. Again, 50% off on my book. Then we have a marriage tune-up uh, webinar. This is going to be free. And so that's okay. going to be on January 20th. And then finally, we just want you to sign up for our email so you can get all the new things that we are doing. Man, that's that's a deal. Let, let, let me tell you something, world. Five dollars for that for that book, that Chasing Happily, Happily Ever After book. Look, we spend five dollars at Starbucks, and that caffeine is only going to get you through half of the day. Half the this day, right? It's gone. gone. It's this there book gone. is going to get your relationship right. So go there ahead and take advantage of that five bucks. There it, is. there it is. All right, so goals, goals, man. Keontae, start us off, man. What you got? Okay, uh, so so what I was going to say is, um, you know, for, for marriage, um, what I'm about to say, the title seems simple, but there's so much meat inside of this, and that is to remember the little things. Mm. Now, let me dive into that, um, because oftentimes, just like what you said in the beginning, you know, we can go through the year or maybe years and we just become monotonous in our ways. And we kind of, you know, let off things that we used to do where we're only focusing on the bigger things. You know, we focus on the Valentine's Day and the birthdays and hopefully the anniversary. I know, you know, in you know, media, the, the husband is always forgetting the anniversary or whatnot. But, you know, not to say that you stare away from those big things. Things, but we have to also remember the little things because it's the little things that got us to the place that we are yeah. now. And so what I mean by the little things is, you know, you have to continue to learn your spouse, continue to learn their hobbies, what they like, their little intricacies. You know what I mean? So you can sprinkle those throughout the year and throughout the days, throughout the weeks. It does, You don't have to wait to, for the birthday to go ahead and get her every little thing that, okay, I've been tallying this and tallying this down, I'm going to get her this gift and this gift. And it doesn't even have to just be a gift, but it's just doing things. For example, I'll, I'll use myself. Um, over the years, my wife has like developed this big um, sparkling water fetish. Like she just loves sparkling water. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I actually like sparkling water, but go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, my wife, she just, yeah, you know, she's just, you know, so I've been watching her. She'll buy her little Perrier's and, you know, things of that nature. And so now me, I'm thinking of, you know, how can I, how can I help her along in this love, this newfound love that she's figured out? So what I did, I, I did some research, found out that there's like at home, like, like little um, sparkling water machines. You can create your own sparkling water. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get there, get her that because this way she doesn't have to worry about running to the store and getting different flavors and this and this. Now this is at home. She can make her own flavors each and every day. Um, you know, and it's just the convenience of it. So the other day, you know, my wife was just like, she was sitting in the kitchen and she was just sitting back and was like, this, like, this machine is just so, like, I use this every day. Like, this actually puts a smile on my face. And that's what I mean by yep. the little things. I don't have to go out and buy her a Louis Vuitton bag for $2,000, although that, you know, that, that might be yeah, something. Some of them, you know, that might help yeah, us yeah, out, right, right. But, you know, this little thing is really just setting her, like, when she gets up in the morning and I hear that little that little fizz and, and her popping that off, like it's, it's it's bringing joy to her, you know what yeah. I mean? And every day that she looks at that and every day she uses it, it's a reminder for her that, man, you know, he cares about me so much that he thought this through, you know what I mean? He got me this and I'm using it every day. So that's what I mean by the little things. And aside well, can, from that, like I said, I'm gonna say aside from that, just the little things, it could be the texting your wife, I love you in the morning, you know what I mean, on a, on a random Tuesday. It could be leaving her a sticky note on her lunch bag to say, hey, I'm thinking about you this week, hoping you have a successful week. 
That's what I mean by the little things. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars or be this big grandiose thing or something that happens on a birthday or anniversary. This can just be something totally random on a Wednesday night or just a little sticky note in the morning that's going to set her whole day off. Well, you know, what I was going to say and what I wanted to share to add to that is sometimes the little things are easy to forget. Mm. And so therefore, what I wanted to add to that is journal. Like, write those little things down, because I can't tell you the number of times when I had an idea in that moment, like you said, you, you, you was like, ooh, you know, the, the Airstream or something, or, or sparkling water, or, or whatever it might yeah. be, or maybe she says something, or maybe he says something, and you had a thought of something you can do, or something that they might be interested in, but you didn't write it down, and you forgot, and you have those moments mm-hmm. where you're just like, wait, what was that thing? Oh, I forgot it. And so, write down the little things, you know, as they say different things, write those things down, um, when, you know, when they say, oh, I really will like this, or this really encouraged me, just take notes, you know, because those little things are easy to forget sometimes as well. So that was definitely my encouragement. So m- my goal, all right, is schedule sex. All right. So, you know, okay. we talk, you know right. we're talking about, you know, marriage goals. So you're married and as you're married, you, you know, you're sanctified. And so we know that the bed is, is undefiled. The marriage bed is undefiled. <laughs> and, and so get freaky, have fun and enjoy that one another. But the thing is, is that with life, Sex can kind of be that thing that kind of gets on the back burner or before you know it, a week goes by before you know it, maybe two weeks goes by. And so therefore, my encouragement is just don't have a a goal to say, hey, I want to have sex, but rather schedule sex. Now, here's part of what I want to say with that is that sometimes it's like, well, that's not romantic, you know, and and that's not this. And and we got to get our minds outside of Hollywood and how Hollywood does it. And, And sometimes romance isn't always spontaneous, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think we're always looking for romance to be spontaneous rather than understanding that romance is something that you're intentional to do as well. And because sex is such an important part to you and your spouse connecting to one another, you got to be intentional to do it. And so if you don't schedule it, something will come up to kind of take that space away. And the nice thing about scheduling it too is that you're in the mind frame for it and they're in the mind frame for it. So it's not catching anybody off guard. So if you two sit right. down, you two talk. And so my encouragement is to say, hey, you know, we're going to have we're going to make sure we have sex at least twice this week. Um, for some, it might be more. I don't know, I'm, just, I'm just trying to say, hey, we, we mm-hmm. just going to make sure we have sex twice this week. And so we're going to do it on Tuesday um about this time and then we're going to do it on friday about this time and, and you're thinking through how you're going to organize your day making sure that nothing interrupts that and and and, and light some candles put some put some music on you know yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and so just have that time frame kind of set apart and everybody is mentally ready so when tuesday at that time comes about you know it's not like all this or all that it's like no we we, we were both ready we both planned it and we're going to make sure that we have sex. So so that would be my goal is be intentional to schedule sex. And here's the kids. Here's the last thing I'll say with that is that, man, sex just has a way of just like releasing kind of any kind of pressure or kind of any kind of tension. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like within relationships, within marriage, Scientific. right, tension kind of builds up. And all of a sudden you have sex and it's like, well, I don't even know what I was angry about. 
I, you know, it, because it, what you was angry about is the fact that you just had a lot of built up sexual tension. You just had to you just had to work through that. And, and so, um, Keontae, made you want to jump on that at all? Man, well, yeah, I want to jump on it, but I want to get I want to attack onto your last point, because I actually I don't know how long ago it was, but I had a, a, a devotion in the Bible app or whatnot. And it was a devotion on sex. And one of the passages was actually talking about the scientific you know, aspect of sex, just like what you said, like it can relieve tension. Sex scientifically, it can relieve tension. It can boost your immune system. I didn't know that or whatnot. Like if you're dealing with a headache and something like or something like that, it can relieve your headache and relieve stress. So there's a lot of scientific benefits to actually engaging in sex more frequently. Um, but I just want to, I want to say, um, I forget the saying, what the, the exact saying is, but you know, when you um, Proper preparement prevents poor performance. So in the scheduling of sex, just like you said, like it's not something that's catching you off guard. You guys have the time to schedule it. So you have the time to prepare for it. You know, you mark on your calendar, you know it's coming on Friday. You kind of build up excitement for it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, it's it's Thursday night, it's it's Friday Eve. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you're building up that that excitement for it. You're preparing stuff. You're like, okay, I got the candles or I got the the, uh, the R&B playlist. You know what I mean? You're really getting intense of, of really sharing that space and sharing that time with your spouse. And just like you said, the, the, the greatest thing about scheduling is because we all have life. Um, life just, it gets in the way, you know what I mean? And I know for me, like my wife right now, my wife is, she's finishing up grad school. She's doing an internship. We got three little ones. I'm in school. We got our regular day jobs. Like that's a lot of stuff on our plate. We're figuring out dinner and figuring out babysitting and, and all that stuff. So yeah. we need that time to actually schedule Okay, look, you know, on Saturday, you know, Saturday evening, this this is gonna be our day. Let's go ahead and just go ahead and block out the schedule. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm, yeah, you know what I mean. So, thing, you can you, still have your spont- spontaneous, you know, your your spontaneous. There we go. Moments, mm-hmm. but but being able to schedule it, you know, is really key. And then what I want to add to that is what's interesting. I think about sex is within most couples, not all couples, but I feel like within most couples, there's always the one who desires sex more. And the oh, yeah. one who doesn't want sex as much, so they're not as you know sexually um, not as eager, eager, right? Or as, 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 you know, hey, this is an adult, you know, they're not as horny, you know. And, and, and so, <laughs> it, but but listen, what what that does is when you schedule it, is the person who normally is more eager to have sex, they're able to kind of calm what's happening inside of them because they know, okay. You know, we're going to have sex coming up. And so, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm able to work through that. And then the person maybe mm-hmm. who is not as eager, they can mentally get themselves ready and pumped up to to have sex. And so it, 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 there's just a lot of benefits of specifically scheduling sex. So uh, what's your next one, man? What's the next goal? That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so my next goal um, is actually the, the, you know, the instructions are actually in the title. Um, but I'm going to go into why this is important. But it is learn five new things about your spouse. Um, okay. And I think that this is great for a new, not just this for this new year, but every new year that comes around. Mm. Because just like the seasons, we change. You know what I mean? We we adopt things. Like, for example, like I said about the sparkling water thing, I don't think my wife really 
really liked sparkling water, you know, a couple years back. But for some reason, this past year, she just really got onto it heavy, you know, onto it. So, you know, if I didn't really take that goal, you know, and, and really apply it to just learn new things about her and really, you know, watch, you know, the the, ha the new habits that she formed, the new hobbies that she forms, um, I would never be able to tap into really getting that machine for really producing, you know, that type of joy and, and, and you know, excitement that, that she gets from just using the machine or whatnot. So every year it's just really good to really just, you, you can either sit down with your spouse or you don't, you just kind of jot down, get your, get your little notepad out and jot down like, okay, you know, she, she's been liking this for, you know, for yeah. quite some time or, you know, he's been actually doing this nowadays, you know what I mean? So, you know, because our spouse, especially for me and my wife, like I said, we've been together for so long, been together for 13 years. The things that she loved to do in year one, the things that she loved to wear in year one, the things that she loved to eat in year one, year 13 is a whole new ball game. You know what yeah. I mean? We got married at 19. We're 30 now. You know what I mean? It's a whole different landscape. So every year I'm learning something new about her. And like I said, you make this goal to learn new five new things about each other. It actually strengthens your relationship because you're always kind of speaking their language. I think oftentimes in relationships, especially marriage, like I said, we could just go through the monotony of, oh, we're, we're married, we're together, that we don't take the time to really learn our spouse, continue to learn our spouse. It's yeah. like continued education. You know what I mean? Before, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a school bus driver now. Before that, though, I, I was an EMT. I went to EMT school. And there was, a, you know, one thing that we have to do with our EMT license, we have to get it renewed every three years. And it's called continued education because there's new medical procedures that pop up in the world and things of that nature. Same thing with your marriage, same thing with your spouse. You know, they develop some new habit or new hobby or new love for something. And you got to continue to learn to speak their language. It's a continued education thing. I actually really, really like that. I, I think that's a really good one. And it's practical. And I, I want everybody to understand part of what we're doing. We're just trying to give practical things that you can do. And sometimes I feel like we hear of, you know, things you should do, but we're not necessarily given steps as to what, how can we implement it. And so mm -hmm. part of what we want to do is we want to be able to give you practical things you can do and, and in ways you can implement it. And so I really, really like that. that that's a good one. I might actually have, I'm going to have to add that to, to part of my new year goal. So, so I do like that. Um, yep, good goal. So the, the one, I'll, I'll do this one. The one that I really like, and I feel like it blends well with yours, is evaluate your marriage each week together. Okay. Make it a goal to evaluate your marriage each week together. And this was actually something I had picked up. Um, I forget which book I was reading, but I was, you know, just coming across the book. And it actually wasn't even a relationship book, but it was just talking about, you know, just different things you can do when it comes to habits and scheduling different things and time management. And as a result, it was just talking about, hey, how him and his, uh, he was talking about how he, he and his wife um, would get together once a week and just kind of talk about things. And I was like, man, that's such a good idea. And so that's something that me and my mm -hmm. wife have been doing. We've been doing it now for uh, since we've been married. But what we do is we get together uh, once a week. And sometimes it might be, you know, uh, more than a week. But we try to get to together at the end of each week. And we just ask the question, if you had to evaluate our marriage this week on a scale of one to 10, what would you give it? And what this yeah. does is this is just a, a great opportunity, number one, to stay current. You want to make sure with inside a relationship that you're staying current, that you're constantly communicating and talking about different things you're feeling, different discouragements, different things that you're experiencing. And so you want to be able to stay current. And so as you're looking to stay current, 
um, you're able to communicate that. And, and so she might be able to say, well, you know what? It's a five. Well, wow, wow. You, you say it's a five. I thought it was a nine. And that happens sometimes within relationships mm -hmm. where there's that disconnect. Okay. Well, man, I, I thought we were here and you're like, you know, this week was just, eh. okay, well, why what's going on? And then the key thing that you do is as you're able to communicate that you ask this question, this is really critical is what can I do this week to make it better? And then now yeah. that gives you some type of action item. That gives you something that you can move forward to, something that you can be mindful of, and they communicate it. And, and I just feel like it takes a lot of pressure. It doesn't feel like it, there's this big, heavy conversation that needs to happen, you know? And it, we, we, you know what I'm talking about, Keontae. Sometimes oh, the yeah. conversations can get deep. Sometimes they can get super heavy, and you're just like, man, I don't know. And you wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so, but this is just, you know, just as you do this weekly, it, it, it really becomes really simple and you're able to, to stay current. You're able to get something you can do in the upcoming week, some type of action item that you can yeah. really bless it and, and bless your marriage and grow your marriage. And you're hearing from them what they're needing. What do they need? So, so that, that, that's kind of my, my, my goal, my last goal. I was going to kind of finish there. I know we're, yeah. we're kind of jumping over our time. And, and so did you have um, just, if you have any thoughts on that one, actually? Yeah, I was about to say, I, I just had my thought on that one is that I think that's just, that is a beautiful goal because it just really shows the intentionality of, you know, just caring for your marriage. I always say oftentimes we go through our life in every other aspect, whether it be work or, or some type of professional aspect, we do things in those settings that we don't really apply to our marriage. And I'm just like, it's not our marriage more important than that. I know for me, where I work at, I work for a school district. So every, we do it every month. Every month we have an hour and a half meeting with all the, all my, um, co-workers and we go over the month like how everything went you know i'm a school bus driver like i said so we go over how the the the, the complaints of the parents have um you know who were meeting their time targets and things of that nature but we do this on we do this so we can actually better ourselves for the next coming month you know give better service you know what i mean and, and do things better so i think it's beautiful when we really do that and use that type of intention within the realms of our marriage because this is the most important this is the most important thing we can we can have that yeah. we that we do have. You know, what I mean, our marriage and our family. So this is our first ministry, and um, we should always evaluate and and really see ways we can make better this marriage and our family. So I think that's beautiful. Very good. All right, well, did you have any last thoughts before we close? Uh, no, man, that was that was it. I, um, I just I just pray that people really take these goals, man. Um, like I, like you said, they're practical goals, things you can apply right away. Um, and I just hope that they just bless someone. Yeah, that's good. Now we're going to do um, New Year dating goals. And so we're going to have that one up next week. And so if you're, you know, listening to this and you know, you're not married. First off, there's a lot of things that you can learn from the things we're talking about, even if you're single, if you're not married. So this is for everyone. And then, uh, but we're going to do dating goals. So New Year dating goals. Mm -hmm. We'll release that next week. Don't forget, um, we're doing a marriage tune-up. And so this is going to be a webinar. And so uh, marriage tune-up, you can get more information about that on the, the website. Just go to simplifycomplexity.org, and there you can sign up for that. It's going to be free. And then my book for uh, the next 10 days uh, is going to be 50% off, 50% off. So please take advantage of that until January 15th. Until January 15th is going to be 50% off. And so if you have not had a chance to get the book, it's only $5 or get it for somebody else. Gift it to somebody else. Let it be a mm, blessing. A That's the nice thing about Amazon is is... I'm more intentional to buy something on Amazon for somebody who lives far away. And then that way it's shipped to them for free. You know what I mean? Because if I was yeah. to get it and then ship it, 
like it would cost me more money. And I was, so I just, I buy stuff there or I'll go uh, on a different website and ship it to them. So gift it to somebody, let it be a blessing as they're trying to grow and, and build their relationship. So with that being said, uh, you might close in some prayer, Keontae? Oh, no problem. Uh, Father, first and foremost, we just come before you, Father. We just thank you for this new year, Father. We just thank you, Lord, for this new time to just set afresh, Father, to set new goals in our lives, Father, and especially our relationships, Father. We ask that you just bless all of the uh, ears under our voices, Father, people that are tuned into this podcast, Father, to really get advice, to really gain tools and insight on things, Father, and especially in this topic of marriage, the New Year goals for marriage, Father. We ask that, you know, that the married couples, Father, they can take these goals, Lord, that are practical and really implement them, Father, and get closer to each other, Father, while they get closer to you as well, Lord. So we ask that you just continue to bless this podcast, Father, continue to just bless this platform that you've given us, Father, and just continue to bless our listeners, Father. Be with us, Father, and just continue to allow us to just focus on our new year goal, Father, in this year of 2022, Father. Um, we just thank you and we praise you in your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's a family reunion and my family's with me. What you come for? Come on, stand up, put your hands up, make some noise, party with me. It's a family reunion and my family's with me. It doesn't matter where you're from, or who you be, East Coast, West Coast, it doesn't matter to me. Up north, down south, we're all family, uh, around the world or across the seas. You can be Dutch, German, French, African, Jewish, Slavic, Greek, Italian, English, Portuguese, Asian, Hispanic, or even Romanian. Rich or poor.